The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show. And a special hello to all of my great listeners out there. I am so excited today because we have a lot of new things that have happened to talk about. But I'm also very excited with our guest today, Dr. Ann. Is it pronounced Colts? You got it. Okay. And so you all know this. She is very nationally recognized, has been on TV, featured across the United States, an author, a speaker, and she will be the keynote speaker in our upcoming event in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is the Go Red for Women Conference, March 31st. And a real leader in Pittsburgh, someone I think so highly of, Miss Susie Broadhurst, how are you? I'm great. And Susie is the Director of Corporate Giving and a board member at the Eaton Park Hospitality Group. But Susie, I have to tell you, another thing I'm so excited about is that I just returned from Washington, D.C., where I gave testimony before the Senate. And I was talking about the employment of people with disabilities. And I'm bringing that up so any of you listening to the show, I want to tell you about Eaton Park. This facility was hiring people with disabilities way back before anyone else was, still is, has always been disability-friendly, and that is why, I don't know if, if uh, your son got to tell you this, Susie, but every time when we hire new people at my company, which is now in 18 states, when we hire a new person, we have a, like a little introduction luncheon here in Pittsburgh for orientation, and then we always have smiley face cookies. Oh, you're terrific. Every time, for years now, since I started the company. And in case you all don't know what I'm talking about here, uh, Eaton Park is restaurants. How many are there, Susie? They're close to 90. 90, wow. Unbelievable. Oh, you're nice to think we're doing a good job. We do appreciate that. Yeah, well, no, I want the listeners to know because when you're thinking of somewhere to go and eat, put Eaton Park up on the list there, folks. And we've got heart-healthy foods, too. Oh, that's even better. Right. And one of my father and mother's favorite places to go is the Eat Park Restaurant. So we are a big fan of yours and your family, but truly I am because of everything you've done for people with disabilities and your whole family. Uh, Jeff, everyone is just so community-oriented. So um, I just, I am your, I'm your Eaton Park PR fan. Oh, well, you're terrific, Joyce, and thanks. Yes. We follow well, your lead because you're the one who's doing it here. Well, you know, and Dr. Ann, I have epilepsy. That's why I started this company years ago. And I was speaking before Senator Harkin about, unfortunately, there was a case in, in Iowa where people were paid sub-minimum wage, which is horrifying to think that, rather than just being employed as they are at Eaton Park, and what I do for a living is I employ people in competitive employment at Highmark, Bear, all across the United States, WellPoint, CSC, the city center. I work with the NSA. Um, and, and what I do is I place people with disabilities in jobs such as IT, finance, and accounting. So we're trying wow. to change the way people think. Well, thank but, you for the work that you do. Well, that's quite all right. But I know you two are trying to change the way people think right now when it comes to health, especially for women. So, Susie, how about if you go first? Um, I wanted you to talk about the Go Red Conference and, and why and how did you become involved. I'd love to do that. The Go Red Conference, I think, is going to be phenomenal for a number of reasons. One of them is with us on the program today, Dr. Ann. But we, a small group of us, got together. I had been asked by the Heart Association to chair the Go Red for Woman luncheon, which we had started out planning. And as we sat down and talked about this and thought, do we really need to have a luncheon? Or is it more important that we have these women spend more time 
learning about how they can make the right choices. And we all came together and said, you know what, a conference probably will be much more valuable. And we're going to end that conference with a little bit of food because you've got to socialize, but we're going to have heart-healthy food and uh, drink after the conference is over. But it's one of those things where I think everybody needs to be more aware of the problems that we have with our bodies. And I think that a lot of women don't realize that heart disease is the number one killer of women. And I think a lot of us don't realize that. And we really wanted to draw attention to that. And so we planned a conference that is going to be helping all of us to understand those risks that we have. There's going to be screenings. And then we will have workshops where we're going to have people uh, help us figure out how to how to get our arms around changing our life, lifestyle, how we might um, change and start to diet, and why why we don't stay on these diets. What can we do that uh, can help us do that? Uh, because we feel very strongly that Pittsburgh needs to change the heart health of women. We were the fourth worst in the country, and that is not a Pittsburgh oh, thing. Oh, that's not good. That's not a Pittsburgh thing. We want to be the best heart-healthy city in the country. And I think it's one of those things that if people are aware of the changes and things that they can do, which Dr. Ann is so good at telling us and helping to lead us there, that we can change that statistic and uh, become a heart leader. And uh, we've got fabulous facilities. We've got great doctors here but we just need to, as women, make the right choices for our health. And, Susie, why? Why did you want to get involved with this? Well, we've had a little heart heart uh, problems in our family, and uh, I, I think it's one of those things that I can give back. I'm very thankful that uh, we're all healthy now, and uh, it's because of, of good medical care that we are that way. And um, I think that uh, when they said yes, I had to when they said, will you, I had to say yes. You know, when I'm telling you about, um, th- this is no surprise to me, with the Broadhurst family, I'm not even surprised because I'm also on the board of Variety, the children's charity. And we have, this is for children with disabilities that need mobility equipment. And so every year, Highmark has this holiday event. And guess who? does all the catering and provides all this wonderful snacks and food for all these children. What's the name? Parkhurst? Is that your name of your uh, yes. catering service? Yes. In other words, it's the, it's the Eaton Park family. So, you know, um, and I just want to thank you for that because I know you've also done that at Bear when I've been out at Bear at an event. Um, and I'm telling all this on the air because, you know, There's 54 million Americans with disabilities. For those of you listening to this show, I'm telling you, this family has given back to the disability community, and we need to start patronizing restaurants and going to facilities that remember us. So you heard it from me, Eaton Park. Now on to you, Dr. Ann. As you heard me mention, I have a woman with epilepsy. Actually, um, my disability... This will be no surprise to you, was misdiagnosed. So when I went to the doctor and told the doctor years ago I was having fainting spells, this doctor told me, oh, it's just a female hormonal problem. And one evening I was at the movie theater uh, because I had had these ongoing quote-unquote fainting spells, and I had a seizure and hit the floor so hard I fractured my skull, had an intracranial brain hemorrhage, broke all the bones in my right ear, so I now have a... 60% hearing loss, and that's how I got involved in all this because what I was doing for a living at that time was executive search and employment. So, you know, when I finally got back to work, I'm wanting to know, okay, so why can't people with disabilities do these same jobs? But I'm telling this story because I always tell women when I speak at events that it seems they don't know enough about their own health, they have to be their own health advocate, and I just don't know why it's like that, Um, but I thought maybe you could give us a little bit of background on, you're going to be the keynote speaker, is that right, Dr. Ann? I sure am, and listen, I'm just thrilled beyond words, uh, because 
is a position who is absolutely on a personal crusade to motivate, inspire, and ultimately empower as many people as I can with the knowledge they need to live life. Nothing lights my fire than speaking to a you know live speaking to real people. And um, the reality is that we now know that the majority of illness and chronic disease that we experience day in and day out is largely preventable. And boy, talk about heart disease, cardiovascular disease, almost totally in your control. Upwards of 80% of all heart disease could be prevented through what I specialize in, which is quite simply teaching people how to eat a healthy diet and live a healthy lifestyle. And it's, it's quite a revelation, and people um, are not aware of it. And uh, as we were speaking to earlier, I mean, almost one in three women die of cardiovascular disease, and that's, uh, you know, versus one in 30 of, of breast disease, and you have almost complete control. In fact, I, I am firmly on record, Dr. Ann is absolutely not going to die of heart disease. It's impossible because the one thing I can't control, which is genes, I don't have that I don't have that risk. I have no family history. All the other things are completely in my control. And I know my numbers and I know exactly what to do to keep them there. And what talk about liberating, how wonderful is that for me to say? Uh that I know that I am not going to die or get cardiovascular disease. Because wow. we have the control. Wow. You know what? I'm I'm not done talking about that. I want to talk a little bit more about what you're saying right now. But first, we're going to go to a break, and then we'll be right back with Dr. Ann and Susie Broadhurst, where we are talking about the Go Red for Wim conference, which will be at the Renaissance Hotel in Pittsburgh on March 31st. But right now, we're going to break. You are listening to Joyce Bender. America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be back with Susie and Dr. Ann. Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again? 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, welcome back to the show, and I want to say a special thank you to Senator Harkin for his leadership by having a Senate committee hearing yesterday that I spoke at where he is working to make sure we, Americans with disabilities, are paid equally. Thank you so much, Senator Harkin. Uh, You know, when we went to break, Dr. Ann, you said the most amazing thing. I couldn't believe this, that if you do not have, like, some major hereditary problem, that you actually can prevent having dying of a heart disease. Is that correct? Do I hear you right? Absolutely. I mean, there are basically nine things that we know are responsible for 
uh, you know, probably 90%, 92% of heart attacks worldwide. And of those nine things, the only thing you can't control is your genes. Um, and, I mean, and this is what people need to know. I mean, it's such a huge revelation. And I, you know, I speak to people all the time, and they simply are not grasping that, wow, you know, you really do call call the shots, so to speak, when it comes to taking charge of your health. And, you know, the other thing I like to tell people is, guess what? If you really look at the science, it's fun and it's easy and it's simple and it's delicious. And then the fringe benefits is, you know, are, you know, it's so empowering and it's so self-sustaining. Health is its own reward. I say that all the time. And it's so completely liberating. Uh, and then given our tough economic climate, in fact, I'm right in the middle of writing a column right now to, you know, share with people tips for uh, boosting their health while at the same time saving money. And I'm saying, guess what? Um, those things are there. But the other thing is there's never been a more opportune time to take charge of your health because three of the biggest fringe benefits are boosting your productivity, reducing your stress level, and saving on your health care cost, Right. So I'm always looking for every little point of leverage I can get, and that's a powerful one right now. So, And this is going to be an amazing talk. I promise, you know, those of you out there listening, it is life transformative, and it will be fun, and it will be high energy, and uh, you'll all want to just go right on out and do all these things I tell you because they're fun and they're easy. You know, Dr. Ian, here's something that I know at our company here, we are right now, I have uh, our corporate office, we're right now on this uh, wellness program and we're, you know, all on a, you know, I, uh, I should say a changing the way you eat because I hate to say diet because, you know, it, it really is you have to change everything that you your lifestyle. Sure. Um, but, but something that I say is, you know, every time that I meet someone and they say, well, now I have to walk and I have to watch what I eat and I have to do all these things and I'll say, oh, why? And then they'll say, well, that they had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So I always say, oh, I don't want to have to say that. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Do you Good know what I you. mean? Absolutely. I would rather say that so I don't have to say that. No, and I know, I, exactly. That's and what I, I, love I think that Dr. is Ann probably will what... not get cardiovascular disease. It's impossible. Not going to get it. Okay, so why are women... Not concerned at all. I, I shouldn't say that. Why are women less concerned about this than cancer? You know, cancer, the big C word, for whatever reason, the connotation there is always, you know, one more of dread and misery. Um, and you know, we see this over and over and over. You can ask people what are they more afraid of, and they all, always will say cancer. And maybe it's because uh, cancer death can be slow and protracted. Uh, whereas cardiovascular death frequently is, I mean, instantaneous. I mean, significant portion of people have their first heart attack, die on the spot. Um, And, you know, so I think there are a number of reasons why people, you know, are more afraid of the C thing than the heart thing. But, again, let's, let's make sure people listening know that, you know, most women are going to die of cardiovascular disease. In fact, the last time I kept the data in uh, year 2006, we had a little 51% of those that died of cardiovascular disease were women. That's the other big thing. Women think, oh, we don't get heart disease, it's the men. No. Uh, you know, 06, 51% of people that died of cardiovascular disease were women. Um, one, and a couple other things about women in heart disease is we, our mortality compared to a male is higher. We don't do as well as they do once we have it. Um, our blood pressure, if we have high blood pressure, which is a major uh, cardiovascular risk factor, uh, um, we don't, our blood pressure is more difficult to control than men. If our blood sugar is elevated, um, guess what? It seems to give us significantly more cardiovascular risk than men. Um, so lots for women to be aware of. And this campaign, the Go Red for Women campaign, is what, what a remarkable service it's providing and just sort of, again, raising this awareness that, that women, you know, they're not getting it. And they need to get it, and uh, they need to be educated. And, and again, the good news is there are really simple, you know, steps you can take that are delicious and that are fun that can dramatically uh, reduce your risk. So, you know what? What someone was talking to me about the other day is many people have a fear of flying on an airplane, mm-hmm. just as women have this fear of cancer, mm-hmm. and yet more people get killed in an automobile accident. 
<laughs> and, and that's how this seems to be because I think part of the problem is if you spend your time thinking about one thing only, you, you know, you're not looking at the whole picture. And so, Dr. Ann, I just want to compliment you because, you know, you're doing what you're doing is you're saving lives. Well, that's what you know, you're listen, doing. It's my honor and my pleasure to empower people to take charge of their health. I mean, you know, I consider it uh, a, a huge honor, and at the same time, it gives me just immense pleasure. So I have, I always say, I have the best job in the world, and I firmly believe that and feel that every single day of my life. I mean, how much fun to do what I do, and it's just fantastic. So, well, I think what you're doing is you're a lifesaver. And Joyce, it's a privilege, I think, for Pittsburgh to have Dr. Ann uh, be here for our Go Red for conference. Yes, Go Red I do for too. Women conference. Well, and, you know, this will uh, be my first talk in uh, your that. lovely city. And um, again, I consider it an honor, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, well, Dr. Ann, we have a question for you from Linda in Minnesota. And here is the question Dr. Ann, if I am spending my time working on good nutrition and exercise. What else do I need to do do when I have a father who died from a heart attack? Okay. Um, let's talk facts. So uh, I'm assuming this caller is also a non-smoker because the single uh, uh, largest preventable cause of heart disease is smoking. So if you're a smoker, you want to stop. Second, uh, I think they're already doing it. Um, the single uh, most powerful single entity thing you can do to protect yourself from getting a heart attack or cardiovascular disease is to be physically fit. Uh, fitness is free if you want it to be. It is one of the most precious gifts you could give the body, but only you can give it to yourself, right? Uh, maintain an optimal body weight. This is hugely important, no pun intended, um, especially making sure that you keep the fat out of the in, the abdominal area, that intra-abdominal fat. I call that the Tasmanian devil fat because we now know that when it comes to body fat and cardiovascular health, it's all about location, location, location. As women, we may not like the fat that we put on our arms and our legs and our hips and our buttocks, but you know what? It pretty, it's pretty much benign, but even small amounts of fat that are deposited within the abdominal cavity, call that visceral fat, uh, can really up your risk of heart disease through all sorts, you know, a confluence of all sorts of different factors. Uh, on the nutritional front, there's lots of specific things, and um, the most powerful overall nutritional strategy available to anyone uh, to protect their health is to give themselves an oil change, meaning do your fat right, right? So two bad fats and two great fats. Bad fats, trans fats, zero tolerance policy. Uh, we, science knows no safe limits for any amounts of trans fats. Get them out all the way. Saturated fats are the other unhealthy fats. You want to keep them low, but you don't have to take them out all the way. Thankfully, um, you just want to keep them down to uh, um, a sort of a modest, small amount, and it's easy to do that because saturated fats are what we call the four-legged fats. That's fatty cuts of red meat, whole dairy products, butter. Just keep those things low. And then know that the good fats literally will make you healthier tomorrow than you are today because you had them today. And we've, you know, we're really sort of working against, uh, like sort of been swimming upstream over the last decade trying to train people to recognize that um, low fat is not the way to go because it throws the baby out with the bathwater. And the healthy fats on a just all sorts of levels improve uh, the health of your heart and your arteries or decrease cardiovascular risk. And what are they? The monounsaturated fats, that's like canola oil, extra virgin olive oil, nuts and seeds, and avocados, and those very special polyunsaturated fats known as the omega-3 fats, like an oily fish. Um, and so that's a big, big step. Other than that, it's you know eating lots of fruits and vegetables and doing the right kind of carbs and, ooh, what about high-quality dark chocolate? Um, anyway, so I could, I could go on and on. But I'm, I don't want to monopolize. I feel like I'm monopolizing. I don't want to give the lecture <laughs> over the radio. Hey, listen, we are so proud that over the past couple months, this show has been number one on Voice America. Wow. So who knows whose life you may be saving there, Dr. Ann. But with oh. that, we're going to go to break, and then we'll be right back with 
Susie Broadhurst, Director of Corporate Giving and Board Member of Eaton Park Hospitality Group, and Dr. Ann Colts, nationally recognized expert and speaker in the areas of nutrition, healthy lifestyles, and disease prevention. You better tell everyone you know about this Go Red conference if you're in Pittsburgh. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters on voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks. But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, (laughs) she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh Uh-huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Uh Uh-huh. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn, so follow their lead. Take simple, everyday moments, like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good. This is sand. Oh, no, no, it's not food. It's sand. We don't eat sand. (laughs) Turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at bornlearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Stop smoking. We already know this is one of the leading causes of heart disease. So, hey, women, you know what I always say? I say, who's doing this? Who's taking your life? You are when you're doing this. I mean, hey, we are all here on a heart-healthy mission at Bender. Let me tell you what, we're doing the 10 and 10. I walked in a half marathon. I was totally so proud I could not run in it, but I did walk in it. Um, And we are all on this nutrition and uh, because we all have to lose weight here and get in shape. And you know what? It's, we're not doing it because of the appearance. I'll be honest with you. It's because we want to live. So that's the reason, and that's the part I want to make clear. And Dr. Ann, I'm sure you know about this, but I've heard many people speak about how the young people today may not live as long as we do. Mm, absolutely. Uh, the youth currently we are anticipating will have a life the first generation of, of um, Americans whose life expectancy will be less than that of their parents. Uh, I'll just throw out a couple more stats. If you are a kid in America born in the year 2000, um, if you are uh, uh, Caucasian, one in three of, of you will become type 2 diabetics in your lifetimes. For blacks and Hispanics, one half will. And the reality is, uh, you know, Joyce, these are stats that are simply not sustainable. And, I mean, 
even from an economic standpoint, I, I can't even fathom the loss of quality of life. It's too painful for me to even think uh, on those terms. But economically, we cannot sustain it. It's simply there's not enough money in the, you know, in coffers uh, to cover it. So, you know, people ask me, where do you get your passion from? I'm like, man, you know, because we got to get fixed. And, you know, I'm a feeler. I, I and it was, a, it was a blessing and a curse when I had my practice because I was a bread-and-butter, regular old family dog for a number of years. And, you know, if you had gone through what I had been through in that office, if you ever had a grown man collapse in your arms like a baby and start crying because his, his you know, every aspect of quality of his life had been ripped away by type 2 diabetes, and I know as this is happening that he didn't have to get that. Or how about, um, you know, uh, uh, dealing with a 35-year-old young mother that's holding the hand of her 6-year-old child and having to tell her that her husband just died of a heart attack. I mean, these things don't have to be happening. And it's simply a matter that, first of all, people need to know that they are in control. Again, we don't have all the answers. We can't um, uh, prevent all, you know, of, of everything that we die of, we can't prevent all of it, but most of it we can. I'm talking most cancers, most heart disease, and when I say heart disease, it's way up there, um, and on and on, and diabetes, upwards of 92% of that is preventable through what I specialize in, which is, again, real simple stuff, like this is the healthiest way to eat, and this is how you live a healthy lifestyle, and it's not, you know, it's not difficult to do. It's It's awareness, and it's also... First of all, recognizing that you have control, and then you've got to arm yourself with what to do. And, you know, this is one of the big problems in America right now is our culture is such that there are all these insidious, powerful, you know, forces coming to bear on us that make it really, really easy to be unhealthy. And you cannot passively exist in modern America and expect to keep your health. No way. It's not going to happen. So you have to be armed with the knowledge of what to do. And I'm the, I'm the one to tell you it's not hard. I do it. I mean, I run the walk that I talk. Um, but you do have to learn it, and that's why I'm going to be speaking at this conference because I'm going to be teaching these women exactly what they need to do, and trust me, it's fun, it's easy, it's simple, it's delicious, uh, exactly what they need to do to, you know, be, be good to their heart or just say woe well to heart disease. And they'll also get like a, a detailed handout. So they only have to remember what I say. They can sit back and relax and enjoy the show uh, because they'll have the um, information in written form. Well, I mean, hey, as I said, it is saving lives, and women need to be educated about this. Uh, Susie, again, where is this conference? It's at the the, uh, Biome, the Renaissance Hotel and the Biome Theater, and it's on March 31st. Registration's at 2 o'clock. Okay, so if someone's listening to the show right now and they want more information about this, how do they find out? They need to make a phone call, and the phone... Call is to 412-702-1194, or you can go for on the web to goredforwomen.org. Okay, that's goredforwomen.org. Remember, March 31st, 2 o'clock, goredforwomen.org, conference at the Renaissance Hotel. And I know we, you know, we have a national walk. Uh, March 28th in Washington, D.C. for the Epilepsy Foundation. And, Susie, we are, after the walk, we're having all, we have like eight to 10,000 people to go, but afterwards we are having an education day all across there at the mall. So I see why you did that because uh, what's the most important thing is for women to know, well, what, what is this all about? Exactly. Uh, I think that's that's the key. We've got to get people to understand that they have choices that they can make in their life to save their lives and to save others of those people that they care about. I think it's a, it's just a, a great message that needs to be out there to everybody, and I hope that uh, you know the people that come will get the, the information to go back and make the changes in their lives, but it's going to be word of mouth that we have to get the people out, and we've got to, after the conference, we want people to go back and do the things that they've been talked to about. And 
and uh, I think we can make a real difference in people's lives here in Pittsburgh. Well, let me ask both of you this question. Uh, this was brought up at a conference that I was at, um, and, and the woman that asked the question is not, is not in poverty, but she's not that well off, and she wanted to know what do you do when you don't have you know, any money and you go to the grocery store and everything is so expensive, but you go to a fast food drive through restaurant and you can buy all this food at a very cheap price. I'm happy to comment on that one. Go ahead, Dr. Um, uh, first of all, again, it's back to what people have got to realize is um, being healthy and eating healthy does not have to break the budget. No question about it. Uh, some some that just pop right off the page to me is, you know, what about making water your beverage of choice? It has zero calories, costs a fraction of a cent from the tap, which is what most bottles are. It's the healthiest beverage for the human body. And the last thing you want to be doing is spending money on sodas, fruit drinks, sports drinks, spending money on things that literally buy you bad health. And for that list of things, it's weight gain, tooth decay, type 2 diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and indirectly, uh, even other bad things like even cancers. Um, prepare your own food. It is cheaper, often quicker, and can be healthier, okay? And there's all kind of tips in the grocery store. I could go on and on, but I'll just say two big ones. Fortunately, two of the cheapest things you can buy in the grocery store remain the healthiest. Beans, I'll be talking about beans at this conference. They are, in my opinion, the most underutilized, economical superfood. They have megawatt nutritional power, you know, fiber, B vitamins, antioxidants, just on and on and on. Uh, you can get a serving of beans for as little as 12 cents. Another big one are whole grains, and again, these are, we'll be talking a lot about whole grains too at this conference. You can get big bags of brown rice, which, by the way, is so delicious. It tastes so much better than white rice if you get your palate straight. Um, for as little as 15 cents a serving, uh, and again, I could kind of go on and on. I've got all kinds of tips written out here. Um, so, you know, that's kind of a misnomer, and here's another thing I say to people, you know, don't consider wasting your money or actually spending your money to purchase bad health. So things like sodas and standard junk foods like donuts and cookies and pastries, again, zero health value and can actually um, you know, lead to uh, you know, diseases that can cost you a lot of money and boost your, uh, zap your productivity. And I love this example. Um, you know, you can get an apple and a pastry in the grocery store for the same amount of money, okay? If you eat that apple, which I find, I mean, delicious. I mean, apples are delicious, sweet and crunchy and tasty. You get, not only get that sensory pleasure, you get 150 health-boosting agents. You eat the pastry, you get zero health-boosting agents, but you get lots of bad things like excess calories, usually unhealthy fats, excess sugar, um, and, you know, we need to start placing our value in foods on nutrients instead of calories because last I looked around, Americans did not need calories, but they need nutrients and the kind of things in foods that literally protect them from, from all these diseases, again, especially like heart disease, and, and take, learn to take advantage of foods, you know, I say, to kind of turn you into a biologic fortress. I love that sound bite. Don't you want to be a biologic fortress? I sure do. And if you want to, you can do it. You just got to arm yourself with how to do it. So. You know what, though? That is such tremendous advice because sometimes, pretty big. you know, what you think is not the way it is. You know, I knew you were going to say beans. I knew you were going to tell them that. Water. But like, as you also mentioned, how about all the fruit that you just highlighted that is, uh, inexpensive, and I know you may be listening. Say, "Oh, yuck!" You know, I don't. This is not what I want. But I'm telling you what: the key is to start trying it, cooking, trying it out. No question don't, about don't it. Don't you agree with that, Doctor Ann? That no the more you try it, it out, and the, again, the better. You know, and I'm always talking to people. What keeps them on board? What motivates them? You know, people that sort of get what I call the wellness religion. And and I'm again, I'm always thinking, 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 talking, talking, talking. And a lot of it is. Healthy living is its own reward. Once you do it and you feel it, and by the way, you can take it one step at a time. I'm a big believer in slow and steady always wins the race. 
but it's completely self-sustaining. And the other thing is, we were talking about this at a, a conference just this past weekend, that I, we, they call it you know, Dr. Ann's Fundamental Theorem of Flavor. When you reinforce yourself how good a food is for you, trust me, it starts to taste so delicious. It's a it's a wonderful phenomenon, and the opposite can happen, where when you kind of educate yourself about the things that are really bad for you and really, you know, sort of buy you bad health and lead, I mean, you know, lead you to get diseases, they really start tasting bad, bad. Um, you know, and it all that's, it's so, it's all, the whole healthy living thing is, is so powerful and it's so positive and it's um, so empowering. And, um, you know, my universal experience is almost everyone will buy into it if they are if it's presented to them in a way that they can like grasp it and then they get pumped up about it um and i actually you know one of the concerns with the current economic times is oh my goodness it's going to you know really uh, we're going to see this transition to lots of unhealthy eating habits blah 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 but guess what i don't know if you saw it i read the wall street journal now cover to cover um because of the economic i'm kind of intrigued by it all and I read a report that, guess what? They had a bar graph. There's been a massive contraction in, in grocery spending. There has. Um, All right, well, they- wait. Hold on with that, and we'll be right back. If you're listening, that's Dr. Ann who is speaking. So dynamic she is. We're going to be right back to close the show. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters. And you know one of those disabilities is heart disease. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Son, we got to talk about drinking. Uh, I know. I don't want you touching alcohol till you're old enough. Yeah, I, I know, Dad. It's not a big deal. Don't, yeah, I know me, okay? And it is a big deal. Underage drinking is just stupid. Yeah, well, why'd you do it? Look, I did it because we didn't know what we know now. Alcohol affects kids differently, okay? When kids drink, it's more dangerous. And you're my kid. And just because they drink doesn't mean you have to. I, I know. I know. Look, son, I'm trying to help. I've seen what it does. I mean, you may think you can handle it, but when you drink, it screws up your judgment. Listen to me. This is real. I I know, okay? I know. Teenagers know everything. So talk about underage drinking before they know it all. Before they're teens. Start talking before they start drinking. And keep talking. To learn more about the dangers of underage drinking and what to say to your kids, go to StopAlcoholAbuse.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much. Unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. VoiceAmerica.com if you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. We have as our guest Susie Broadhurst and Dr. Ann Colts talking about the Go Red for Women conference, which is going to be this March 31st, at the Renaissance Hotel in Pittsburgh. 
and I want you I want you to go. I want you to look up information about this. Remember, your life is at stake. And I wanted to ask you, uh, Dr. Ann, you wrote the book, Dr. Ann's 10-Step Diet, A Simple Plan for Permanent Weight Loss and Lifelong Vitality. How would our listeners obtain a copy of your book? The book is available through any uh, retail bookstore, uh, any online bookstore. If it's not on the shelf, you c- it can be ordered. It's also available my, at my website. And I'd like to say this. I have a full suite, uh, sort of jam-packed suite of free resources, F-R-E-E, that should ring your bell, at my website. The simplest way to get there is just Google Dr. Ann, D-R-A-N-N, and I'll pop up first. And check out those free resources. If you want to get a book, great. But you know what? You can benefit from those free resources, too. So there's tons in there, all kind of things. They can also get one at the conference. Absolutely. I will have my books. I'll have my CDs, DVDs. I have healthy grocery lists, all sorts of things, tools, I call them, that, um, you know, really make healthier living doable and easier, so. And we're all, you know, we're doing two things today. Number one, we're talking about a conference. For those of you in this area in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the Go Red for Women conference, which will be March 31st at the Renaissance Hotel in Pittsburgh at 2 o'clock. But really, for those of you that are not here in Pittsburgh listening to the show, we are educating you. We're educating you so that through Dr. Ann's passion in her life, she will be helping save lives frequently. I have no doubt about that. No doubt about it at all. A few last questions. Susie, any corporations listening to the show today, is there anything they can do to help support this Go Red for Women conference? They certainly can. We hope that they would like to be a sponsor of the, of the conference, and the sponsorships help us with research, heart-healthy research, and as well, when you do give us do a sponsorship, you are able to send uh, a number of your employees to the conference, and we would love to get as many women there as possible. Um, and I think that the corporations will benefit. We, you're saying, what can they do for us? I think it's more what the conference will do for them because their employees will go back with ideas of ways to become much healthier. They That's right. Would- That's right. Wellness. Yeah, yep. that's what it's all about. Have... That is what it's all about. Well, um, everyone that's been on this show, I have at, well, wait, before I forget this, where should they go, Susie, if they do want to be a sponsor? If they would please call this number, 412-702-1194, or if they would call the Heart Association in Pittsburgh. The American Heart Association. American Heart Association. Okay, and how about if they go to that goredforwomen.org? I don't believe that will help them as much as okay. calling and talking to a person because there are different packages that you can okay. get, and you would like to get the one that would be best for your corporation. All right. Well, Dr. Ann and Susie, I ask everyone on the show these last two questions for the past five years, which are always the hardest to answer. But I'll start with you, Susie. Over your life, you have won so many awards. I know you have. I can't imagine how you'll answer this, but what would you consider your greatest accomplishment? Well, I, it's not the awards, I don't believe. My greatest accomplishment, I think, and probably I had nothing to do with this other than giving support, is to have had a son who at 33 had a heart attack, mm. and he's a survivor. And he's a poster child, and I think he listened to people like Dr. Ann, who uh, she spoke to him right after he had his heart attack. He's talked to his doctor and, and with support from his wife and his three kids and my husband and his brothers. He's now spending vacations doing triathlons, and I think he's a real testimony to the power of healing and healing through healthy lifestyle. And I'm, I'm just so thankful every day for having him around, and also I'm just so proud of him. But i that to me is my biggest accomplishment, to have had a son who's still here who probably shouldn't be. Well, that's a big one, and thanks the good Lord for that. That is a Very great definitely. accomplishment. How about you, Dr. Ann? What would you say? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you to Susie. I just got a huge uh, case of the chill bumps in a, in a very pleasant way. 
Um, that's an amazing story. Uh, you know, I have, I'll have to say a couple. You know, I have uh, four amazing, totally healthy kids, and that, you know, I consider them my greatest and most proud accomplishment. And I would say second to that would be you know, failing this business. There was no, uh, I mean, I, I am, I'm such a renegade. I mean, there's, there was no, like, paradigm for me. I didn't know what I was doing when I left my very successful um, um, clinical practice. Uh, but I, I I just followed my passion. It was telling me, you know, and you could do more, you could help more people, and it's been uh, somewhat of a circuitous path, and I'm still evolving. But I, I know without a shadow of a doubt that there are literally – I mean, I don't know, maybe even up in the hundreds of thousands of, of folks that I know I've improved their health and the quality of their life. And it's, it's such a pleasure and it's such an honor. And um, I know I have found my life's mission. And it didn't happen right out, out, out of the shoot. Um, and if that inspires those of you out there, you know, it's never too late um, to do that. And, you know, I would say that second to my kids, um, would be finding that, finding what my mission is and feeling a sense that I have um, well on my way to succeeding in it. Well, I want to say again, Dr. Ann, what a great and wonderful thing you are doing. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's just it's an honor to have you on the show, and I know you are saving lives by what you're doing. What greater gift is there than that? I can think of none. So what you're doing is awesome. It is. So, Susie, what message would you like to leave for our listeners today? I hope I see every one of you on March 31st. I think that knowing that this disease is largely preventable, I'd like to have everybody join us that day and find out ways that you can help prevent getting the disease or help learn ways that you can live better with the disease. That would just be the best. And how about you, Dr. Ann? What is your message? My message is pretty much the same. If you want to learn how fun and delicious and completely straightforward it is to just say woe well to heart disease, and at the same time you want to walk away from an event with Take Action Today inspiration, don't miss it because that's what's going to happen. I guarantee it. Well, and how could you want to? That is the Go Red for Women conference at the Renaissance Hotel in Pittsburgh on March 31st. I want to thank both of you for what you're doing. Thank you, Susie, for being on, and you, Dr. Ann. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Okay, and we end the show always with a quote from a famous leader, and today it is Helen Keller, who said, Although there is great suffering in this world, there is greater ways to overcome that suffering. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Go to that conference. See you next week. Bye-bye. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.